0: Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred and two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. I'm
2: Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show on this Friday Eve thankful Thursday. Glad to have you guys here with me. Rolling into Friday. This is the last hour of tonight's Andrea Kay show. Last hour, it was so much about First Amendment. Everything was about First Amendment. We talked about the Jan 6 indictments. We talked about the media suppression. We talked about the Facebook part three um, and uh, the, uh, with John O'Connor, former attorney for Uh, Deep Throat out of Watergate about how the media is uh, suppressing the Devin Archer story. We've got more uh, Devin Archer, Biden crime family stuff to share with you guys at this hour. The transcript was released and the truth about what was said, the explosive bombshell, hardcore evidence that Joe Biden committed crimes against this country was in that testimony with Devin Archer. We also have another clip to play for you guys from the Tucker interview. Um, But just to recap a little bit, what we were talking about in, in the end of last segment was Jim Jordan's revelations of the way the Biden White House in the summer of 2021 was pressuring in a fascistic manner, this is fascism. This is this is what what it means to have fascism: the government taking control of a private enterprise, and in this case, to control the minds of the American people by suppressing the truth about COVID shots, treatments, etc. But there's also another way in which our First Amendment rights have been uh, have, are, have been assaulted and are continuing to be assaulted, and not just in terms of freedom of assembly, in regards to freedom of assembly, but also our freedom of religion. Uh, joining me right now, uh, returning to the Andrea Kay Show, friend of mine, Riley McBride, podcaster at One American News. Hello, Ryan. How uh, Riley? How are you?
3: It's so good to be on. Thank you so much for having me.
2: You know what? I hate to put you on the spot before we get into this story about this Christian young man who was arrested, like you know, it was you know, North Korea or somewhere. Um, I, I want to get your take. One of the things I did mention towards the end of last hour, and I hate to put you on the spot, but this is what it means to come on the AK show. Um, Governor DeSantis has decided, after three months, that he is going to take Gavin Newsom up on a debate. And I wanted to continue with that because I asked skins about it and he said, Well, I guess it couldn't hurt him. I think it could because when I think about it, I don't know that Ron DeSantis has the chops to he's super smart, but there's a difference between being smart and being a good debater. You gotta be really slick. I mean that Gavin Newsom is, is a is a is quite the con man. And the last thing we need is a doofus going up against him and losing. Your thoughts, Riley? I think there's a lot
3: of truth to that, especially because Gavin Newsom's ideas are so ridiculous that they're not even worth being entertained. You know, Aristotle said that the mark of an educated person, a really educated mind is the ability to entertain almost any idea without accepting it. Um, And I think that's probably true in a lot of cases, but Gavin Newsom is maybe the worst thing to come out of California in a very long time. And he doesn't have a single bright idea. And, I think that it would just add to Desantis's likability problem because he has this trend or this tendency to sort of pick fights or to create personal petty drama with other politicians. And I'm all for dunking on Gavin Newsom, but I don't really necessarily understand the goal of this debate. And I certainly don't think it's going to add to his uh, popularity. And I don't think it's going to go well. Maybe it will, but he's got a likability problem. And yeah. he's also got a communication problem. He is very good going back and forth with reporters and with media when it's about specific policies in the state of Florida. But you take that national, you take that to California, and then you add in this sort of likability problem where he just kind of comes off as a little bit cold and sometimes even condescending, which, you know, is, is something that I don't relish saying, but it, it does seem a little bit like sometimes... He has a bit of an ego thing going on, too. And I don't know how people are going to respond to that. And it really could be uh, a big gamble for him in the sense that it could go well, it could go OK, or it could maybe be a, a big blow to his career.
2: Yeah. And which could really be helpful to Gavin Newsom, which we don't need. The guy needs to be ignored. Yeah. How? Why? Why debate another governor when you're running for president of the United States? Two governors debating from across the country is meaningless to me. And I certainly don't <laughs> need Gavin Newsom propped up in any way because somebody fell on his face. And you're right about DeSantis having a likability problem. He's, there was a video, uh, going around that I saw today on X, uh, the, the platform formerly known as Twitter, the artist formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> I was, I, I was on there and, and he sees this kid holding an ice cream cone and he's like, Oh, that's a big ice cream cone, but there's probably a lot of sugar in that. And I thought, Oh my. And then he moves on. It's like, who says that to a kid? You know, it, you know, you, what you say to a kid is you go, Oh, that looks yummy. What's, what's your favorite flavor? Vanilla? That's my daughter's favorite flavor too. That's how you talk to a kid. You know, oh, there's a lot of sugar in there. Killjoy. <laughs> Good grief. You can't even talk to a kid about ice cream. You, 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 no, you have no game. No game. I tell you who's got game, <laughs> Riley, and it's the Democrats. And man, they're in this game and in it to win it. They are crushing us all day, everywhere. I'm seeing this video. It went viral of this young Christian preacher who's standing out on a sidewalk. And here comes the cops slapping cuffs on him. What the heck, Riley?
3: This is so absolutely incredibly frustrating. And I really do want to get a couple of a, a points across because this is a Christian nation in which we pledge allegiance really to the flag shore, but ultimately to God and, and to his creation and to his wisdom. And it, it's incredibly insulting and it feels like a slap in the face. It feels like a blatant attack on obviously your constitutional right to peacefully assemble. This young man was being very peaceful. And if you watch in the video, you can see clearly that he is number one, not resisting arrest. That is a bogus charge. Number two, I don't think he was being too loud, but even if he was, you could ask him to just bring the volume down a little bit. Instead, the officer has to go in and take the mic away from him and they handcuff him and perp walk him. And it's so incredibly frustrating because honestly, I am such a big fan of, of our police officers, our first responders, what they do for this country. I know many of them personally, and it, it's, it's really an incredible sacrifice to make, and I feel like I'm in such a conundrum because I want to respect this officer and what they're trying to do, but at the same time, this is a kid who traveled 50 miles with a group of his church members to protest peacefully an event in which Grown men wearing masks are gyrating in front of young kids who are encouraged to throw cash at them, to throw dollar bills at them. Meanwhile, you've got people waving a flag. It looks like maybe a swastika walking around the park and just yelling slurs. None of them are arrested. None of them are apprehended. It's this specific one young man yep. and only because he's reading from the Bible. I wonder what would have happened if he had picked up a copy of the Quran and went to the same event and started saying this is blasphemous to Allah. I wonder if this story would have happened or no. It has to be this particular instance. This has to this is a specific targeted attack on our mm-hmm. Judeo Christian roots. Plain and simple Absolutely. in addition to the Constitution. It's I'm so I'm so taken aback by the fact that, you know, the governor, Tony Evers, comes out and he says "The, the presence of Nazi sympathizers is terrible. And I support the LGBT community, but I have nothing to say about this Christian man whose due process was just violated, whose freedom of speech and freedom of assembly was just violated. And by the way, that applies to everybody, Christian or not. That's the beautiful part of constitutional God-given rights, which the government is supposed to protect. So when you watch an officer come in and erode that right and chip mm-hmm. away at the Constitution, it, it makes me feel outraged. and I don't know what to do.
2: Well, we we've got to get active, and w- one of the things that we've got to do is get active at the local level, as well. And that includes our sheriffs. That includes a, 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 because our sheriffs are are, are elected. Mm-hmm. We need to be knowing who you know we're putting into office. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to to the you know we don't really have any control in who gets hired by the police departments, but we know who's giving them their marching orders, and 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 it's and it's at the local level, and we need to get involved in that, and um and we also need to be using our voices and 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 we. We need to be rallying together. One of the things that this Jan 6 in, uh, indictment is all about is to make and, and that arrest today of this young man. It's about sending a message to Christians and conservatives that you need to, as well as Kyle Rittenhouse. You know, I said it. This may yeah. not sound like like it's all tied together, but the idea they what they put on trial with Kyle Rittenhouse was self defense and going out into the streets. The message is: if you're Black Lives Matter, if you're Antifa, if you're if you're sexualizing and, 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 and a pervert pedophile gyrating in front of kids for money, that's all acceptable. If you're protesting an election result, if you're protesting your drag queen uh, story hour, if you're out there speaking on behalf uh, of the Lord, that's not acceptable, and you're you thrown—you're—you're subject to be being arrested. This is not the United States of America, and I'm glad you're outraged, because we all have to be outraged, and we all need to be gathering together and saying, you know what, we're going to stop it, and particularly when it comes, uh, uh, so many times I've I've had people argue with me, Riley, that our Second Amendment rights are most important, the right to bear arms. But it's actually our free speech rights, because when you look at how like what Jim Jordan has shown with Facebook and, and what we saw when the Twitter files and what Matt Taibbi and others mm-hmm. revealed, the for our First Amendment rights, the, the ability to communicate, the ability to rally and assemble, the ability to communicate and exercise a religion is really what protects every other freedom that we have, doesn't it?
3: absolutely it does and it's, it's getting incredibly scary because whether it's the handcuffs on this kid or the trial of rittenhouse or the treatment of matt taibbi who had an irs yes. agent mysteriously show up at his house his private residence in new jersey on the day he is to testify before congress to the house select subcommittee on the weaponization of government that is absolutely fascism As as you were saying earlier this is People like to throw that word around people who haven't read much about fascistic governments. They don't understand Spain's Franco or Italy's Mussolini. But if you really look and study closely, truly pure fascistic movements, which is what we see with like a militant Antifa, which is becoming trans Tifa, which brings us back to the drag queen story hour. It's in every single dimension of American society. The American libraries association says you can bring in drag queens as much as you want, and they can bring in basically books that are containing pornography and read them to small children. And that's totally morally justified. And it's a net positive to society. But if you want some transparency or you go against the regime in any way, if you challenge the narrative, whether it's on COVID, Kyle Rittenhouse, gun you know, rights and, and, and the Second Amendment Whatever it is, if you're going against the regime, then you will be thrown Mm -hmm. in a proverbial gulag. And I hate to say this, but it feels like we're a few years away from a true social credit system. You're a conservative. You're not going to get health care. This woman in Oregon was just denied cancer treatment because she criticized the pro-transgender propaganda. Absolutely nuts.
2: Riley McBride, quickly tell everybody how they can hear your podcast at OAN.
3: It is on the X Premium subscription service. Please subscribe to OAN's X Premium page.
2: All right. Thank you for being here, my friend. Love your passion. Thank you so much for All man. right. Now, thanks, sweetie. You guys stay tuned because speaking of Drag Queen Story Hour with the Sisters of Perpetual Sin, it's coming to San Diego this weekend and we're going to tell you all about it.
0: News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't forget our big event, Saving America Town Hall, uh, next Thursday. Come and use your voices every day. We're getting closer and closer and closer. We've never been this close to the U.S. becoming a communist state than we are right now. If this indictment and when you see the bill bars and you see you see the Mike Pence's and others celebrating this, blaming Trump for it, um, doubling down, uh, you know, with, with when you see anybody going more against Trump than against the deep state and what they're doing. And they call themselves conservatives and Republicans. We got a problem. We got a country we've got to save. Let's join together. Me, Mike Gallagher, and Officer Brandon Tatum. We've had some laughs. The guys were on the other night. Uh, it's going to be super fun, but it's got to be serious. I am serious about wanting to save this country. And as as Brandon Tatum said, there's three kinds of people. There's those that do nothing. There's the warriors, and then there's those that support the fighting. Come and join together. Do something at least, and that is showing up next Thursday, eight ten. Go to the diego.com and get your tickets. It will be fun, but it's also gonna be serious. Use your voice. Let it be heard. Let's talk together and let's plan on how we're gonna save this country. Uh before August 10th, though, guess what's happening this weekend, two days from now in San Diego? Uh, somebody messaged me that at the new Children's Museum this weekend, Saturday, August fifth, at ten a.m. at the Children's Museum. Uh, the rumored special guests are the San Diego Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, an anti-Catholic drag group, at the Children's Museum in downtown San Diego. Skins, can you believe this? Yeah, pretty disgusting. It's disgusting. Somebody had a good point the other day. They said, How come you never see any of these drag shows? If if these drag shows were so innocent and it was just good, clean fun, how come they're not going to any seniors' homes and reading to seniors? Right? How come they're not going to hospitals? No, why are they going to and and doing and, and reading to adults? This is perversion. This is of the worst possible kind. I read today, I, I didn't get a chance to look at the details, but evidently one of the libraries has, has, there was a big event with Riley Gaines as well as Kirk Cameron that was shut down. But we've got to go. There is a rally that's being planned here in San Diego. Uh, it's the, uh, the rally is beginning. It's called the Lexit protest and it's beginning at 10 a.m. Lexit drag, uh, is not for children rally. I'm not familiar with Lexit. I think that may be the the kind of like a gaze for groomers. Um, the Embarcadero. The parking and meetup location is eight thirty to nine thirty a.m. And it is at the Embarcadero. The Embarcadero. Embarcadero Marina Park North, and there's parking uh, there. There for that um, is for up to three hours of parking. So we, we've, we've got to, if we're not going to save our children, if this isn't a hill we're willing to die on, then we're just willing to give our country over. I want to know who the parents are that would take their children to this. One of the things we need to do is not just focusing our shame on these grown men that are perverted like this, but on the parents that would, that would take their children to this event because they're just as sick. Just like we need to start shaming the parents and not stepping and not uh, walking on eggshells around parents that would have their ch- ch- child's genitals mutilated chemically or otherwise. We need we need to start pushing back against that. Um speaking of the trans movement here uh uh here is a biological man trying to claim that we women we don't own periods or womanhood skins please play clip 11. the audacity
1: and just the 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 arrogance for cis women to believe that they own periods that they own womanhood you don't okay you don't own periods you don't own womanhood you experience both and both are different for every person, but as a cis woman, it doesn't belong to you, so you can't gatekeep it.
3: You don't have the parts to own any of those things, do you? If you are bleeding, I would recommend calling your doctor, because that's
2: concerning. You know what? You want a period? Take it. By all means, congratulations. Enjoy your experience. Why do men want periods? Periods. Is there a biological man out there who could explain to me why any man would want this? (laughs) That's insane. And yes, women own periods and women own womanhood. That's what it means to be a woman. By the way, a friend of mine text messaged me, legs it. Is Latinos who left the Democratic Party? I love thank you um, for texting me. I'm not going to reveal your name. I'm going to keep it anonymous in case you don't want to be associated with the AK show. <laughs> um, but I love that because one of the things that's, that that um, that Republican party needs to needs to understand as we uh, as we want to go forward as conservatives and take our country back is how much we have in common with a Latino community. It's something that the Republican party has talked about. I, I, I think it's, I think it can be a battle when, when we're, the, the, the Republicans like to say is we've got illegal aliens flooding across our border. Oh, well, it's not a problem because, you know, they're a natural constituency for the Republican party. Well, not really until we go and work at it and share with them they're coming here uh economically dependent on this country coming here not understanding the value of a free market coming here with their handout and so while they may be catholics and while they may have a con- be conservative socially they're fiscally liberal because they're broke and, and don't speak the language and don't have a skill, so it will take a long time to go and take somebody that is economically dependent and have them want to vote for a system that doesn't have give them a handout uh, but when we've but we have millions and millions and millions of legal immigrants who are Hispanic as well as natural born Americans who came into this country. Uh, who are, are are just Americans of Hispanic culture, and we share a lot, and we need to be reaching out to them. I'm super. I'm even more excited for this rally, uh, this protest, uh, given the fact that it's the Latino movement. I should know that. Thank you. Uh, what's that, skins? Um. So I'm even more more excited. So I know that, and one of the things <laughs> we've got to get, uh, um better at is being willing to uh, it's uh, when when brandon tatum was talking about supporting the fighters <sighs> one of the ways that we can support the fighters is is go to a rally like this and in and, and i know that it can be intimidating it can be scary to go to a rally like this, because you don't necessarily know what you might be seeing on the other side. But you don't have to, if something negative happens, you can, you don't have to participate in that. You can easily walk away if, uh, you know, I just, I I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, um, we've got to do our part, even if it means we have to make ourselves uncomfortable. We can't just sit back and be cozy anymore. Can't can't sit back and be cozy anymore. There's 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 too much at stake going forward in the, in this country. We're going to take a break, we come back. The transcript of the Archer Devon Archer testimony came out and we're going to share that with you when we come back. Don't go away.
0: The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. I was was on Instagram during the break looking for food inspiration because I'm getting hungry when I came across this. With regards to the space shuttle Challenger disaster, no astronaut was on board the shuttle. They all lived long lives among us, living among us with no one suspecting a thing. (sighs) Skins. I mean, you know, look... Uh, you know, I, I get. You know, Vivek Ramaswamy got into some heat the day or so ago because he was he was answering some questions like a lightning round, and he was asked a question of nine eleven was an inside job or not, and he you know do you believe everything the government said, and he was like, look, you know, our government's lied to us so much over and over again, over this and over that, and over this and over that, that I don't necessarily believe everything they say anymore. But to start putting out the idea. That And this was an account that I follow that's put out a lot of really good information about COVID and, and the shots and, and myocarditis and stuff. But to be pushing out that the people on the Challenger didn't die is just really kind of some crazy stuff. Don't you agree, Skins? Yep, pretty spot on. Yeah. You're a man of few words tonight, Skins. Okay, so um, Devin Archer. So everybody's talking today about these Trump indictments, which is basically, as we've talked about over and over and over again, which is nothing but a a regurgitation. Three years, three years later, why are they coming up with this? Because it's just another thing that they can pull out of their butts to try to stop President Trump from getting back into office. And no, I am not buying this nonsense of this crap of, oh, he's the one the Democrats, you know, want to face. No, we had a New York Times poll come out the other day that says Trump absolutely can beat Biden and that 75% of the American people think he did nothing wrong and has done nothing wrong. Meanwhile, the cat's out of the bag on the Biden crime family. The Devin Archer testimony Did reveal the goods in the middle of the testimony. Representative Dan Goldman came out and said a few crazy things. One of the things he said was, was that, Oh yeah. Um, you know, Joe Biden was on the phone, but, um, you know, they just talked about the weather 20 times, 20 times. He's on speaker phone when his son's in the middle of a business meeting to talk the weather. No, who's watching that movie? Ridiculous and stupid. Another time, Dan Goldman, uh, another thing Dan Goldman excuse he gave was, well, it was, you know, all Devin Archer, you know, said was that, that Hunter Biden was just trying to create an illusion of access. No, another lie. Absolute lie. The, the transcript was released today. We've also got a clip to play from you of the Tucker interview with, with Devin Archer that involved an email that wasn't even mentioned, I believe, in the testimony. But I want you to hear, this is Catherine Herridge, formerly of Fox News on CBS, and what she had to say today after reviewing the transcript of uh, Devin Archer's uh, in, in, in interview. Uh, Skins, please play clip 10. Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from Republicans and Democrats about Devin Archer's testimony. But now we can see the full transcript. Uh, You'll recall that Democrat uh, Congressman Dan Goldman said that Archer testified that it was the illusion of access Hmm. to Joe Biden that Hunter Biden was offering to these clients. But in fact, when you look at the transcript, what you see is that that phrase illusion of access is in Dan Goldman's question. Mm. It's actually not what Devin Archer testified to. He says, yes, but that's not quite fair. This was about showing that there was the signal that there's influence and, and access here. Absolutely. It's about a signal. It's about showing I can get the vice president of the United States on the phone anytime I want. The Devin Archer transcript also revealed that it wasn't just phone calls where he was on the phone talking weather talked about dinners meals that were shared one of which included the um a guy from Barisma I can't remember his name Vadim his last name was oh he's from the energy company uh, uh, Burisma, Barisma which which goes to show Do we have the compilation of Joe Biden and all the times he's denied having having any conversations with Hunter? Let's give that a play. I did not
0: know he was on the board. Of that company. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period.
2: Yet he was at dinner with the Burisma people. He was at dinner with the Moscow uh, mayor's wife. Who then put three and a half million dollars into Hunter's account. All, 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 uh, All of which was in Devin Archer's transcripts. Blockbuster. You put all these pieces together and absolutely Joe Biden sold off this country. Absolutely did. Meanwhile, we got to, We got to try to jail. Shame on Bill Barr and shame on anybody who's retweeting Bill Barr tonight. Who, who said who's blaming Trump for everything. I'm really angry. I'm really angry at the, the conservatives and the Republicans that are too stupid and too moronic and too interested in trying to support Ron DeSantis that they don't care. They're the, the Republican. We have no opposition party or impeachments uh, for Majorcas. Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, and Joe Biden would have already been filed. What would, what would the Democrat Party? The Democrat Party is using the FBI and the DOJ to railroad an innocent former president of the United States over a document dispute over him holding a rally on January 6th, and the Republican Party can't file impeachment against a president of, uh, who, as vice president, sold off this country. And by the way, who still is. Because right now, while he's President of the United States, a, a woman who's been a big fat donor to him has been has been buying art from Hunter, and then she got a commission assignment for that. I want to play this clip from Tucker and Devin Archer, because here's another piece of information that I'm not aware was even in, in the investi- in the um in, in interview between uh, the Republican Party. And Devin Archer, can you please play the uh, Tucker clip?
1: We found this letter kind of amazing. It's from January 20th, 2011, which I think puts you in your late 30s, mid to late right, 30s. Right, OK, right. so you're you're a younger man. This is from the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, to you personally, and it's personalized here at the bottom. Devin Archer, Rosemont Seneca Partners. That was your partnership with Hunter Biden Ooh, in yes. Georgetown. Dear Devin, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President who Hu. Hu was yes. running China at that point. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden, Jr. P.S. Handwritten. Happy you guys are together. So there are many levels here. But here's the vice president of the United States saying to you, a man in his mid-30s, who's not a government official, I'm sorry I was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country. I would much rather talk to you and thank you. What was he thanking you for? Well... Uh, you know, it was, first of all, it's a
3: lovely letter and it was,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's quite enthusiastic. It's a little it's, weird though, right? Yeah.
3: Well, it was, it, listen, it was, it was kind of the beginning of our partnership and he was thanking me and thanking Hunter. I think at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world. And I think he was excited about the prospects for Hunter and, um, you know, he was, uh, just, just thanking me. I think it was a nice gesture.
1: It was a nice, ch- yeah. for sure. For sure. Very polite. It's, it gets a 10 on the etiquette scale, but he's a vice president of the United States, right. and he's talking about foreign business deals with you and thanking you for right. that. I think,
3: again, it, it goes back to my earlier, earlier point in, in, yeah, I think I hit, that time, I think I hit the jackpot in finding the regulatory environment or a company that can navigate right to the top. But, you know, obviously, as time was told, you know, being a little
1: bit too close to the sun ends up. Burning you. For sure. And and it did you. And you, you suffered greatly for it. And this is not a criticism of you. I, I would think as a business guy, um, you use every advantage. These are not business guys. This is the vice president of the United States. He's right. not allowed to be working on businesses with foreign governments while he's vice president. I don't think. Not that I know of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but here he is.
1: Right. Amazing.
2: Yep. There he is. Working on business deals with foreign governments as Vice President of the United States. There it is. Got a little too close to the sun. Well, you know what? And nobody's been burned yet. Nobody's been burned yet. In fact, Evan Archer reportedly got immunity from the Department of Justice, which is why he's still cagey. He's talking, but he's not saying everything. We're going to take a break. We come back. Final segment of tonight's Andrea K. Show.
0: AK Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego.
2: (laughs) Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Y'all remember that story I talked about last night about the Seven Eleven? in California, I just had seen that article on, um, during the break when I first started talking about it. I hadn't even really watched the video. It has gone viral today. And if you guys have not, <laughs> if you guys have not seen this video, Skins, you watched the video, I think last night while I was talking about it, but I had not even seen the video. Oh my gosh, this one gentleman with the stick is just smacking this dude, and it is absolutely hysterical. Now I would not be laughing so hard if he was actually like doing damage to this guy. It wasn't. It wasn't like a baseball bat. <laughs> it was like a kid getting his hiney smacked. It was. It is absolutely hilarious, and I, I I I don't know if anybody's been arrested today or any of the follow up, but the video is just pure gold. Talk about getting your hiney whooped. Man, uh, that fool is not going to be going and trying to load up a trash can anymore with anybody's cigarettes. I got a question for y'all. I had car trouble. My car is breaking down on me. Thing's about nine years old. I hate buying new cars. I need to know any recommendations. I'm going to take it into the shop over the weekend, have them look at it. If it's, if it's more, if it costs, you know, beyond a certain amount, then I might have to think about buying a new car. What do you, what would y'all recommend? 888-344-1170. A lot of people are into going to like CarMax and buying a car that's like two years old. Used to be people would sell cars on like auto trader. I don't even, it's been so long since I bought a car. I don't like making car payments. Um, I don't, you know, I don't like putting a lot of money into a car, so I'm curious. I would love to hear from you guys, my peeps out there, any car suggestions or any wisdom uh you want to share with me. want to read a couple emails real quick. Um, uh, remember you can, our uh, live call in number is 888-344-1170, um, 888-344-1170. I can't read this email that somebody just sent to me. I'm not sure what... If men want a period, we will cut them open so they can bleed. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Um, Frankie sent me, uh, Matt Gates is going to subpoena Jack and anybody else that now tries to hold Trump to anything now. Check out the last video I sent you. They can hold Trump's enemies accountable. Ooh, I'll check that out, Frankie. Uh, thanks for that email. Uh, Sean says, Judge Judy will always tell you, Andrea, you need to leash your dogs. I love the way you started the show tonight. I too, for many years have proclaimed Thursday as thankful Thursday, just trying to thank God, our Lord, for what is given to us. I love your passion for our country and love it when you speak about your love for Jesus on the radio. So brave of you. You go girl. Oh, thank you, Sean. I appreciate that so much. Um, Frankie has sent me some other videos to go and check out. I definitely will. Frankie, thank you for that. Um, Somebody else says, good afternoon. Hello, great job on Real America's Voice today. Please keep up the magnificent work. And then he sent me an article um, about Christmas. So thank you for that. Um, Read one more here. Uh, Mosa, sad day. Those little punks in front of the camera, that one old broad wearing sign to lock him up. I'd like to have a few minutes with her. Godspeed, Mr. President. We are praying for you. Infuriating. It's not possible to verbalize the feelings I'm experiencing. I so understand. I so understand. And it just, and I alternate between who am I more mad at? Am I more mad at the, the deep state or am I more mad at the Republicans who have power to do something? The Republican Party could right now defund the FBI. They could right now defund this Jack Smith, his entire office. They could just defund him. And they they haven't, and it's because far too many of them are in on it. So um, let me see if I've got any. I'll check another email where I get emails from people. Uh, John says, the view, the view should be renamed the blind. <laughs> um, that's a good one. Um, okay. So, Skins, do you have any advice for me on uh, cars? Anything you uh, want to share horse. with me? You think a <laughs> i do love horses i do love horses i used to love to ride you would save on uh, the gas the-
3: mileage for sure
2: well the thing is there's an article you know of so many um i mean i, I, I it, would-
0: it, the way it is now i i mean they lose so much mileage and
2: you know when you drive them off the lot i would just anything like Carmax, something like that to where you either get into a really minimal car payment or or none at all I mean, that, i mean that's the route i would go I think so, too, because I look at what cars cost today and it's just ridiculous, you know, for, you know, we're not even talking about luxury vehicles. And for me, I'm at the, you know, I'm at the point, you know, maybe when I was.
1: And there's a lot of people out there, AK, (laughs) that they sell cars third party,
2: that they don't drive a lot, that they don't have a use form anymore. And, you know, you could always take it for a test drive, take it to a mechanic and you could find some good stuff out there. Well, with the way the economy is right now, you know, with, you know, who knows how the future is going to hold with the economy. Uh, You know, I should have asked a financial thought doctor this Wednesday when he was on. But, you know, it's just, you know, if you've got a lot of money to splurge on a car, great. But, you know, most of us really, it's not, you know, the best use of our money. Not particularly, you know, in terms of at past a certain point. You know, when you, when you're looking at some just regular trucks being sixty thousand dollars, it's like to me a car is a functional thing. It's to get me from point A to point B. I want it to be safe. I want it to be comfortable. Um, my mate, I like it. I like an SUV. Once I finally went to SUV, I was like, I'll never go back to like a sedan with with four doors because I I, I got a haul. I like to be able to put the seats down and haul crap in the back. I don't want to be worried. I don't want a luxury car because I never want to worry about a dent. Uh, you know, I haul Gator around. If he gets sick to his stomach one day, I don't want to be like, oh, my car. I mean, it's just, it's just, I'm not, I'm not that person, you know? Um, uh, So, you know, I I like to drive something that's decent and and that's going to last me a long time. The car I've got right now, I've had nine years, nine years. Um, because I just, uh, that's not where I really want to put my money. So I want something that's durable, that's going to last. And I don't want to spend, you know, I want to, and the, and I'm, and, you know, I'm not really that much into technology. It doesn't have to parallel park itself. So, you I know, don't I'm open. Like I,
0: d- I want to be able to, to park it on my own.
2: Right. So, you know, you guys email me at AndreaK dot com. Uh, Don't forget our event that's next Thursday. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, some some of my, I will tell you guys, a couple of my best friends that I've been friends with for many years are going to be there. So this is just, I'm so excited for this event because this is, this is just literally going to be like a family reunion for me in in, in a sorts to be, if you've never gone to a Republican event, when you're there It's, there's a feeling of being with family that I can't even explain to you, a feeling of safety where you can speak your mind and, and be with fellow people who share. It's like going to church. So if you haven't gotten your tickets, go to the answer, San skins. And I will be back tomorrow night, Friday night, fun day. We'll see y'all then until then be safe. Love you all.